I definitely prefer this way of working to quarters though for sure I felt like we didn't plan enough or we didn't plan with enough clarity with enough detail and also that we tend to think like oh this project will work on in this quarter but sometimes things need to move faster than that Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creatives. My name's Charlie. And I'm Femke. Today we're going to talk about six-week cycles. And this is a process that Charlie and I recently discovered we both use in our companies, (laughs) which I feel is very rare. (laughs) And you might have heard us talk about it in the last episode a little bit. Uh, We'll go into it in a lot more detail. It's essentially kind of a way of breaking up the work throughout the year into these sort of six week cycles. And there's like planning and executing on the work, maybe a bit of debrief at the end before going into the next cycle. And they fit really nicely into the the quarters of the year, like Q1, Q2, et cetera. So yeah, we'll dive a little bit into this and how this works on each of our teams. Cause I'm sure that even though we both use six week cycles, we probably do them a little bit differently. I bet we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, before we get into it though, Charlie, how are you going? How have things been? Things have been good. I've just had my first full week back at work after oh, sabbatical. Yes. Welcome back. And um, it was a challenge because I had to dive straight into writing performance reviews for my team. So that is like very much deep thinking, a lot of writing type of work um, that I knew I was going to come back to. Like I knew I was doing that to myself, but it was still a challenge, but I, I just said it that that was really the only thing I needed to do that week. And so got through it. It was difficult to spend so long in front of a screen, to be honest. I thought I spent a lot of time on my computer during my sabbatical, but yeah, spending a full work day looking at my iMac, my eyes were like, oh, I need a break after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. And what a task to come back to after your right. sabbatical. Also, I have to write my own as well. So I was like, oh gosh, yes. How am I doing at my job that I haven't been at for a month? <laughs> Thinking back, yeah, to like a month ago. Uh, well, I mean, there there's harder things to come back to, I guess. But uh, yeah. Hopefully you had a good, good, easy week into it. It was. It was, and it was nice to see everyone again and be reminded, oh, yeah, I actually really do like my job. <laughs> That's why I'm still doing it. I like working here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How about you, Fem? How's things been going? Good, good. Actually, something exciting that I can finally share is that I collaborated with Zeppelin on a ad them and I did the voiceover yeah 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 so maybe we'll include a link it's so funny it's I was like scrolling Instagram and then a sponsored Zeppelin video came up and I was like hold on a second yeah 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 (laughs) I was like hold on a second so great targeting by Zeppelin by the way uh so yes I will include a link to it uh in the in the show notes but yeah it was super fun I worked with an agency to do the voiceover for like We did a few clips, like a 60 second ad, like a couple of 15 second ones, I think. Uh, And yeah, they're doing this like ad promotion across, you know, YouTube and Instagram and things. So it was very fun. It was very cool. And it's very weird to hear my voice uh, over over an ad, but lots and lots of fun. That's really cool. And I love that Zeppelin reached out to you and asked you to do that. They've been sponsoring many episodes of this show, as our listeners will know. They're not sponsoring this one, but like, no, here's but a free shout out. Yeah. Zeppelin. We appreciate you. <laughs> we do appreciate you. So yes, I guess I can add like voiceover actress to my resume now. Yes. You know? I think in fact, you should make that your LinkedIn headline. Now. Oh my gosh. Imagine <laughs> if I did. I wonder the inbound requests I would get would be so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, okay, that's that's great. And let's get into now talking about six-week cycles. Um, yes. I don't know how to make a smooth transition, to be honest, between voice acting and six-week cycles. There is so none. Let's there is just none. do it. <laughs> I want to start by actually saying that, and like wanting to check with you. So the six-week cycles that we work in at ConvertKit are technically eight weeks long. Okay. <laughs> because, okay, we have six weeks of work and then it's two weeks of cool down planning like to get ready for the next cycle yeah so i think because we take breaks from cycles as well for team retreats and um over the like christmas period at the end of the year doesn't count as part of the cycle either so we end up having i think six of them in a year which is probably less than yours because you probably do it as actually six weeks at a time Mm -hmm. yes we do not have this two week cool down between the cycles which Actually, I kind of wish we did because what ends up happening is that we do the planning, like in the middle of the cycle, we start planning for the next cycle, but we're also having to keep up with the current cycle and and do the work. So sometimes it's it's a lot, like there can be some busy weeks because we're trying to do both. Yeah, and like... I can see how that situation would make you want to cool down, but I will also say that I have never felt like our cool downs were very cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that work expands to fill the amount of time that you kind of have for it. And so in those last two weeks, you know, the two weeks post a cycle, we're still wrapping things up or there's like right. stuff came up during the cycle that we have to tackle at some point. So we fit it in the cool down instead. I see. Um, and so it hasn't so far anyway felt for my team or like any of us on the growth side of the organization that it has been actually cool and that we've had plenty of time for planning and things but it does put us in a routine and a cadence where those two weeks are where we have a retro you mentioned like some sort of reflection yep and that's what we call ours we meet in that week and reflect on how the last cycle went and talk about plans for the future but we are doing that alongside finishing up other work as well (laughs) i see i see yeah 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 i guess it is kind of nice to have the hard deadline of like no this is the end of the cycle we're now like immediately moving into the next one you know pros and cons of that obviously how long has your team been using this kind of process like this is our second year of doing it as a full company okay um before that our product and engineering teams are working in cycles but the rest of the company was still working in quarters as we had all done previously. Um, right. But progenering, as we like to call them. Progenering. Wow. I've not heard yep. that one. Great. <laughs> <laughs> they found that the three months of a quarter was just too long to plan for. Mm. Like you can get really detailed about deadlines for the first month or so, but then you end up having things go off the rails or take longer and it's yeah. hard to adjust partway through and you find yourself replanning anyway yeah. during the quarter. Um, and so they tried out cycles first and the rest of the company was feeling that same pain that they had. So we all switched over to using cycles. And even though, like I said, we haven't got it perfect, I do think it's better than trying to plan quarters. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we only started doing this at the beginning of this year. So it's only been two quarters. Oh, okay. What were you doing before? Quarterly, I guess. Yeah, not not as much planning as, as we do now. And also, we only do this on my team. It's not company-wide. Oh, yeah. interesting. Wait, so how do you stay aligned with the rest of the company then? Because obviously you need to do work with people on other teams. I think that's an area of improvement uh, that we (laughs) need to work on. Yeah, Yeah, I definitely think that that could be improved. Right now, it's kind of like 
if you hear about it, that a team is working on something, which obviously is sort of not, not the best. I think we do need more visibility over that. But we got a new design, uh, sorry, design product director at the beginning of the year for my, my team. And so when she joined, she introduced the six week cycles, which is something that she'd done at her previous company at Shopify. Apparently Shopify also works quite heavily in the six week cycle practice. Uh, so yeah, when she joined, she introduced it. And so, yeah, we're, we're two quarters, I guess, into the six week cycle thing. And so I think we're still, we're still figuring it out. I think like we don't have it perfectly. We're not that great at always estimating things well or trying to prioritize things. Like I think I was in a planning session last week and like all of the projects we put down for the next cycle were P1. And at the end we were like, okay, we can't have everything be first priority. Like, you know, that's not how this works. So I think we, we're still trying to, to, to build this muscle of how to plan effectively within this framework. Yeah. But how is it feeling for you anyway, compared to quarters? Like, it sounds like what I'm hearing for you is that it feels more structured now, at least. I think what the challenge has been for me is that I feel as a designer on the team, it, it so far has felt like I was working at the same time as engineering on a project when ideally I wanted to be a bit more ahead of them. So it kind of ended up being, we're like, okay, we're going to take on this project, this cycle, design and engineering go. And then engineering would start asking me for like final designs when I'm still in like the discovery phase of the design process. And so I've kind of been raising internally, like, you know, I think design needs to be a cycle ahead of engineering so that by the time engineering is ready to pick up and execute and and build the work, that cycle, the design's ready, right? It's it's ready to go. And I think we've been trying to do that too much in parallel in the same cycle. So we're trying, we're trying that now, like for the next cycle, I'm going to be working fully on like a discovery part of a project rather than like trying to design designs the same time and just building them. So yeah, we're still working a little bit on that. I do like this, the six week kind of time block. Um, but I think figuring out like what I'm doing in that time frame so that it rolls nicely into the next cycle is what we're still tweaking. What you're describing as your ideal is I think how our product team works with engineering where okay. the product team is designing and like, you know, scoping the project in one cycle And then the next cycle engineering builds it. And the cycle after that is when it's like done and shipped and it comes over to the marketing side and we're promoting it. So it sort of is, you know, there's always something working in tandem like that. Yeah. Um, Which I think is a good way of doing it. But one thing I have noticed with this whole idea of having six weeks is that we tend to just feel like projects should take six weeks when sometimes they actually can take less. I say, yeah. Yeah, we've noticed this, especially on my team, on Brand Studio, um, of designing something then handing it over to build. We're like, we really don't need to spend a whole six weeks designing this page. Like, it'd be great if we could, but we really don't have the time for that. So we have to make sure that we're front loading the design work in the first half of the cycle so that Corey can then start building it in the second half. Um, so that's been challenging to get used to because yeah, just what you're describing basically is the cycle starts and Corey can't start building straight away because we don't have the design done for him. <laughs> you don't have the designs. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So do you then build out these kind of like views of like, okay, week one to three is design week, like 
three to six is engineering like do you see do you start doing this kind of detailed sequencing of like when what kind of work is going to pick up in the cycle that happens at a company level for like product design engineering I see. coming to marketing but it is not happening within us as a growth team it all feels a little bit chaotic still what actually goes into a cycle i feel like we've gotten pretty good at understanding what can actually be done in that six week time frame like we're getting better at that but where we're struggling still is like setting deadlines within it to be handed off to various people um you know within so that everyone knows okay this person's working on this at this point so i'll receive it at this point because if we did everything put a six week deadline on everything we would literally never get anything done over on the growth side things just have to move a lot faster than that um to you know be executing on on stuff and getting promotions out there so that's been our challenge so i feel like it, we've done planning a different way every single cycle so far because we're trying to figure out the way that works best <laughs> but yeah. what i am liking most is actually using fig jam uh, with my team all putting in little sticky notes of what they for their own area of work because everyone like owns um, a channel essentially um, what they need to work on and then we can see it all in one place and start to map out okay who's going to need to be involved like where's the cross collaboration happening right what needs to happen first um so I, I hope we can keep doing that for the next cycle and see if we can get better at it yeah i love that you're using fig jam ours is happening a lot in google sheets which has its merits but is not quite as exciting <laughs> we started in google sheets too and I, I will say that some people in the company prefer google sheets but as a visual person yeah. i'm like no give me give me those colored stickers <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i think something we could do better is like estimating sizing for each project and like the different disciplines so what kind of happens right now is like there'll be a project and and we'll think like okay how many how many designers do we need on this project? Okay, one designer. But then we don't get to the gradual level of like how many weeks, right? Or like how mm, will that one designer spend on it? Exactly. Like how many, how much time of this resource, I guess, like do we actually need to dedicate to this thing? Because sometimes it can end up being, you know, four projects. Each one needs one designer and there's two designers on the team. So it's like, okay, are we doing 12 weeks of work in six weeks or are each of these three week projects, you know, like... How can we get a little bit more granular and a little bit more smarter about the sizing of each of the projects and then the sequencing, right? Of like, which one's priority one, priority two, which one should be worked on first versus later in the cycle. Um, so yeah, I think these are things we're still trying to improve a little bit and, and figure out as we go. Um, but overall as a structure, like it's it's been good to have the structure of the six week cycle and sort of know what's coming up and, and what we're doing next. Yeah, it feels like a good chunk of time that's like not too long, not too short. I have never worked in like agile sprints or anything, but someone on my team came from a company where they worked in, I think it was like two week sprints. So they would be, he, he said to me that he feels like he was constantly planning because you're like, okay, every other week you're having to plan for the next two week sprint. Uh, right. And that just felt like a lot of planning all of the time, even though... I feel like it'd be really easy to get very accurate about what you're doing over the next two weeks with deadlines and stuff like that. Um, and like maybe one project would take three sprints, for example, um, to do. You're not trying to get a six week project done in two weeks just because that's what your sprint is. Um, but yeah, that's what I've heard is that the six week time frame is good because it's long enough that you can really get into the work. It's not too long that it's hard to plan for. Mm -hmm. um, 
so it's like this happy medium yeah how do you know where you're at in the cycle like how do you all keep track of like which week it is and which quarter or whatever yeah so because we do cycles as a whole company we have a like a company calendar convert the convert calendar that everyone has added to their Google Cal and you can see all the company holidays within it, yep. um, retreat dates and cycle dates as well. So every time I'm in my calendar, I can see um, that what cycle we're in. It doesn't say what week we're in, like we're not quite that detailed, but with only six weeks, it's fairly easy to keep, keep track. And you can see when the cool down is starting um, as you look ahead for planning. So that's been really helpful. Yeah, we have something similar. We have a calendar, like a Google calendar you can subscribe to and it's like, like right now I'm looking at my calendar and I know that next week is Q3 C1 week six. So it's like, nice. you know, there's like, it's very clear where you're at, where you're up to. Um, what about like start of cycle, end of cycle rituals? Like, is there any kind of, you, you mentioned a little bit around like the retrospective. Is there anything else you do towards the end of a cycle or maybe to kick off a new one? Yeah, so we tend to meet as a growth leadership team. So that's myself, director of marketing, uh, the director of creative partnerships, who leads our sales team, um, director of support. We meet with our, like in our little team of leaders before the end of the cycle to talk about what theme we want to set for the cycle. Um, Because we try and have like one theme that the whole of the growth org is working under. Even if not every piece of work relates, it's like good to have us all trying to point in the same direction, you know? Um, So we talk about ideas for things that we need to work on, things that need to happen and pull a theme out of that. So then when the cooldown hits, we can go with our individual teams and start planning um, for the cycle then. So we, as a growth leadership team, start the planning a little ahead we tend to have one meeting um, with my team, the brand team, that is a retro, like how did the last cycle go? What do we want to do differently next cycle? And then another meeting that is the planning one, which is like a brainstorm session in Fig Jam usually. And everyone is tasked with getting their projects and deadlines into Monday, which is the task management, like project management tool we use yep. before the end of the cooldown, so that when the cycle hits, um, all the work is in there, it's got deadlines and we know what's coming up. Oh, and another thing that everyone has to do each cycle is a write-up on like Mm. reflecting on the cycle Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. the rest of the company to be able to read. So like how are our metrics in the cycle? What do we do? Um, What challenges do we hit? What surprises do we have? What were our wins? And those write-ups have been incredibly helpful in writing performance reviews, Ah. (laughs) which is coming back full circle to what I said I was spending my week on. Because you've got these like little time capsules of yeah. what the you back then thought about how your work went over that six week cycle. Um, right. So very useful. Yeah, that is really useful. Uh, we So actually, interestingly, we have six week cycles, but we also do sprints within the cycles. So okay, there's like two week sprints. There's three, three two week sprints, I guess, within each cycle. And is that kind of the agile methodology that you work to? Yeah. I mean, like as a designer, I, I don't get that much involved in the sprints because like two weeks is, yeah. is never enough time to to really get much done, I feel, I feel mm-hmm. on the design side. So it's definitely you more know, used. I did a wireframe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, here's, <laughs> here's a screen. So it's more definitely used by engineering and, and product yeah. a little bit more. Um, but that does bleed into our rituals. So uh, we have on Monday, like every second Monday is like sprint planning, you know, for the next two weeks. And then we do the retros at the end of every two week cycle rather than at the end of the, 
Yeah, which it is a lot. I, I actually don't attend them all because I do feel like it's too frequent. Like I don't have enough to share from the last two weeks that I feel is like really meaningful. Um, but it's it's mostly heavily attended by engineering. So maybe they feel like there's enough to talk about at the end, end of every sprint, like what we want to do differently next sprint. Um, but yeah, so we have the sprint planning every second week. And then we also have like a planning you know, kickoff for each cycle. I am a little bit involved in some of the pre-planning with the leads of the team. And then there's more like a team-wide one where we go through everything together. Uh, and yeah, that's that's kind of most of the rituals that we have. Any more tools that come into play for you? You mentioned Google tools. Sheets. Google Sheets. Uh, we do, I'm not a huge fan of this, but we do the sprint planning in Jira, which I find really difficult to use as a designer and I don't know where to <laughs> click all the time. Um, so we do a lot in Jira. Sometimes we do things in GitHub as well. And I still haven't figured out the difference between GitHub and Jira, but that's all right. I'm, <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, yeah. And then that's pretty much it. I, we don't have a project management tool at Well Simple. We, like we've been using Google Docs. Um, before that, we were using a tool called Quip. And I think Google Docs is definitely an improvement. However, there is a company-wide trial beta at the moment of Notion. So if that goes well, Ooh. hopefully we can at least use that. I think that would be a nice improvement for the team to have something a little bit more robust than like the Google Docs to be able to like do better, better team planning and project management. Yes, because I know in Notion you can do, um, damn, what is it called? Where you can like see on a timeline, timeline view maybe is what oh, it's called. Oh, Gantt charts, um, like that? Yes, a Gantt yeah. chart, that is it. Yes. Yep. That's what we have um, in Monday. So when everyone gets their timelines and deadlines in for projects, we can visually see within the cycle when handoff is gonna happen for, for projects. Um, our problem is not making use of the tools available to us. So if you like don't put a timeline in, then you don't get to see your work in that way. And so we need to just take the extra step to do that level of planning. And I think we'll we'll benefit from from that view more. Yeah, I think that's something that I'm also excited about at a company level. Like I was mentioning earlier, I think we can improve the visibility across teams of what everyone is working on. And I'm hoping that a tool like Notion will be able to you know allow us to do that where teams can then input their projects it maybe spits out these gantt charts these views you can go and see what each team is working on we don't really have i think we're missing that a lot at the moment of like you know being able to go and see each team's hub and mm -hmm. what they're working on and things like that is not really a level of visibility we have right now unfortunately well, while we're talking about challenges, I'll say that mm. one challenge that um, we've found with our six-week cycles was that because of the, like, two weeks for planning and things seems like a long time, but it's not, <laughs> especially when you're fitting in other work yeah. and you have to, like, have different phases, like, this thing has to be planned, so this thing has to be planned, whatever. But um, I found it challenging that we're not, um, like, each team was planning too much individually. So that meant that each team is like planning a lot of work and it's all great stuff and it's all aligned with the theme. But ultimately it often ends up on my team uh, as the, like doing the you creative have to do production. All of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, needing for, to fulfill all of these different projects, which are all totally separate. Um, right. 
So that's been hard because we've then felt like, well, now we can't plan our own stuff separate from this because mm. we're going to be scrambling just to cover these needs. Mm-hmm. So now we're working on um, aligning more as a growth team and like doing a campaign together that has sales tied in, that has marketing tied in, and obviously like brand is involved in that as well. So that at least all the work we're doing um, is is for the same project. Yeah. Yeah, that must be challenging if you don't have that visibility and suddenly everything comes your way at once and you're yes. like wait 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 yes. yep because it's not just teams but individuals within the teams are like oh, oh in this cycle i'm going to do this for our workshops and i'm like oh god how are we going to make that happen on the website so are you involved <laughs> in the early like planning then of like here's what we're all yep. working on okay well the the problem was that we weren't giving um visibility to like each other's teams at the like individual level of what each individual on the team was going to be working on oh right we decided as a team like this is our focus but then people have responsibilities outside of that key focus sure and so just a lot of projects built up um and that was that was the problem yeah 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 interesting uh what's your overall take on the six week cycles then do you feel like this is something that's working well for you at ConvertKit and your team or maybe like what is one thing you would change if you could or improve on Mm. I think that we need to align as a growth team our our planning rituals like you were talking about every team does it slightly differently at a slightly different time so that's led to these challenges in planning that I've been talking about and that we also need to hold ourselves accountable to six weeks and then a two week cooldown if we want to make that really successful. Or we should just like give up calling it six week cycles and call them eight week cycles because that's how they kind of end up feeling. Yeah, like let's just be real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's totally, that's totally fair. I think for me, it's figuring out the sequencing. Like, having design be you know half or a full cycle ahead of engineering like trying to get ahead of the work a little bit more see like providing those visual gantt charts those views of like here's when the work is being picked up by this person in this discipline just being a little bit more organized and how the work is going to be sequenced and when things are going to start i think is something that would be really helpful for my team to improve upon i'm curious to know if if you work in sprints within the cycle are you doing planning for like, here's what we're going to do over the next six weeks. And then you do a sprint planning of like, and here's how we're going to start over these two weeks. We'll do this. And then you plan the next two weeks to do this. And then you're like, well, there's only two weeks left. So we have to get this done in this last sprint. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like, so the, the, the sprint planning meeting is let's go over the goals we set for the last sprint. Did we achieve them? So like, first let's reflect on the prior sprint then it's now let's look at the the next sprint. What are the goals we want to achieve? So that's kind of how the sprint planning meeting goes. So yeah, it's a little bit of like reflection. Did we do what we set out to do? And then going forward, what do we want to do and achieve in, in this two week cycle? And yeah, sometimes things from the last sprint didn't get done or they bleed into the next two week sprint or whatever. Um, and sometimes things bleed into the next cycle if we don't make the deadline uh, in rare cases. But yeah, that's kind of how how it goes. I would say that I definitely prefer, even with all the chaos that I've talked about, this way of working two quarters, Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt like we didn't plan enough or we didn't plan with enough clarity, with enough detail. And also that we tend to think like, oh, this project will work on in this quarter. 
And so that means you've assigned that project a whole quarter. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that prevents you from getting more stuff done because you've, you know, um, you can't think about too many things at once, understandably. But sometimes things need to move faster than that. Yeah, it's funny because when I think back to my time at Uber, we, we didn't do any sort of six-week planning. It was definitely more quarterly. And I feel like that worked well. But I think it worked well because the projects were like the minimum would take three months. You know, the projects were so big in scope and complexity. The thought of having to to do things in six weeks just is too is too fast. I think like I think the quarterly fit fitted the like size and, and scale and scope of the projects we were working on. Whereas like and the, the scale of the company too, and the scale right? of the company. Like yeah. Yeah. So I think it also kind of depends like what stage of growth or whatever the company is at or the complexity of the mm -hmm. work as to you know whether you want to go as granular as six weeks or maybe quarterly is better um yeah I find it well simple the six weeks is good because of the the size and scope of the work we're doing but I feel like at Uber it would have been too too quick too much we, we would probably feel like we're never never quite achieving enough because it wasn't enough time yeah that makes sense well, I hope that this episode has given people who maybe are working in quarters right now or are working in two-week sprints an idea of what six-week cycles, or in my case, kind of eight, can look like. <laughs> it's eight. But Let's like, also at the end of the day, you can make it up, right? There's no one correct way no. to do planning and to work together as a team. And the most important thing is finding the system that works for, like you said, Fem, your scale and scope of work and scale and scope of company and the people on the team as well. Totally. Yeah, this was a fun kind of nerdy, more producty, yeah, engineering, designy yeah. <laughs> topic to go into. But yeah, thanks for sharing a little bit how how that works at ConvertKit and hopefully listening. Yeah, you've heard that there's no right way. There's you know a lot of different ways that you can do this. So hopefully you've got some ideas. Yeah, and it was interesting to see the differences between our six. Oh, I knew there was going to well. be differences, guaranteed, yeah. always. <laughs> Well, fam, where can people go to hear more episodes of the show? Yeah, you can head to designlife.fm. You can also find us on Twitter. We're at designlife.fm. And you can email us, hello at designlife.fm. We always are very interested to hear what you would like us to talk about. If there is a particular topic or a challenge, a struggle you're going through at work, in your career, you can be anonymous. We won't mention your name on the show. Let us know and we're happy to dive into it. And as we hopefully showed you with this episode, we can go real nerdy here if you want. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Don't be specific. afraid to go very, like, detailed and specific with your questions. Yes, yes, we love it. The, the more nerdy, the better. <laughs> That's a great note to end on. All right, see you next week. All right, see you later. Bye. Bye.